praise. I'm telling you, the joy of the Lord is my strength. I was in here praising the Lord. My God, God is so good, so good. I want you to share, share, share. Amen. Share. Someone please tag Yolanda Bosley, Lonnie B. Please tag her in. And if you know anyone else dealing with a loss, I want you to tag them in right now. Amen. I want to say kingdom blessings to everyone who's on right now. We're going to have a word of prayer. Father, we give you praise on tonight. We thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. Uh, we thank you, Lord God, for your presence. We thank you for your peace, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to bless everyone that's viewing on tonight. Lord God, those who will even replay later, who will watch later, we ask that you bless them, Lord God. Meet every need on tonight, Lord God. We come to hit the target on tonight, oh God, right now in the name of Jesus. Let someone be healed, someone be delivered, and someone be made whole on tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. I am excited. I enjoyed that Bible class with Pastor Rudy. Amen. Rudy Lewis at WPKM. Glory to God. What an awesome, awesome, awesome word. So we're not going to tarry. I want to just get right into the word because tonight we're going to talk about peace in the midst of grief. Amen. Maintaining peace when you are grieving. Amen. Peace in the midst of grief. So I need you to tag somebody you know who have lost a loved one. Amen. Because this, to lose someone is very devastating. And when we're in a season where there are holidays, a lot of family time is spent together. Amen. It's hard. It's hard for some people to get through. Amen. And so tonight we're going to target specifically for those who are grieving. And you know, grief can hit in many ways because in the midst of this pandemic, people have lost, lost jobs. Some people have lost homes. Amen. Some people have, you know, have lost possessions, losing, losing things, possession, cars, and life will never be the same. So grief is grief is to suffer a loss. It's an emotional re reaction to a loss. And so tonight, we want to talk about that on tonight in some ways, amen, to be healed, some ways to have peace in the midst of grief, amen? So let's get to the word. We're going to first go to Psalms, uh, the 34th division of Psalms. I say good evening, kingdom blessings to you all. God bless you on tonight, amen. So let's go to the book of Psalms, uh, the 34th division of Psalms, and verse number 11. The Bible declares, come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. That's where we're going tonight. We want to talk about having, maintaining peace in the midst of grief. Amen. So I want to talk about, um, I'm sure many of you who are watching have, you know, you've lost, a, if you haven't lost a loved one. Keep living, you will. Amen. But 
it's hard when you've lost loved ones uh, to that's been cut off who have not lived. I'm talking about been cut off in the teens. People have lost children, amen, lost loved ones or parents or even a spouse or even gone through a divorce, amen. Grief is, is a suffering. It's, it's hard, amen, it's hard. And especially if you are not grounded and rooted. And it can be very challenging even to the most stable emotional person amen and I don't know about you but I've lost my my father first my father in 1992 and then my mother in 2014 amen and so so grief and it just was me and my parents and so I tell you God had prepared me for my father I had a dream that he was laying in a casket and, and I know it was God uh, letting me know because if it had happened with, without me having a warning, it would have been very, even more devastating. But I just thank God for a sure foundation, a solid foundation. Now, at that particular time, I was not in church. I was not in church. So, so when it happened, it was like, okay, I'm at a crossroad. I was looking at the Bible and I was looking at that cognac. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Amen. And so I said, what, whichever one I choose, I'm going to be in it for seven or ten years. Amen. And I thanks be unto God for the power of prayer and for those, amen, who family members who prayed me through. And I grabbed the Bible. Amen. And I've been running with God ever since, walking with him ever since. And so I thank God for that. Amen. And then there were other intercessors who... Uh, began to share with me about dreams that they had about my mother, amen. And my mother was an international mission worker, and so her profession was a registered nurse, and when she retired, something that she always wanted to do, to go to the mission fields and to feed and to uh, administer meds. And, and so she ended up building churches and orphanages. And so she she was in the nation. She traveled the nations and so uh, I give I salute her amen for the things that she she done and I salute my dad amen as well for his promotion in the Lord and he was saved and he was sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost amen when he was promoted and so I thank God for both of them in their lives so perhaps there's someone who's watching uh, tonight and you've suffered loss through this COVID, there were so many people, so many people who went on to be with the Lord. Amen. So many people, so many leaders was lost. And so I constantly give God praise because in the midst of all those connected to WKNC and our churches, we lost no leaders. We not lost no members. And so we honor the Lord for that. Amen. And, and our family, our our church members, our parishioners, they lost no loved ones that I know of. Amen. And so we thank God for that because I do have relatives who have churches who did lose armor bears, husband and wife team. So I'm just giving God praise still. But tonight I want to minister healing and peace to those of you who have suffered loss. And during this time of this time and season, where a lot of people are dealing with holiday blues. 
that you will receive the peace that you need, amen, to navigate through this season. So I want to talk about even in the scripture where he says, come ye, come you children, and listen, listen unto me. Listen unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. See, so there are different stages when it comes to grief. And I, I wrote some things down that I want to share with you, some things that the Lord was sharing with me because, you know, uh, if you haven't lost a loved one, amen, it can be very, very devastating, amen. But prayer, my God, is something about having some pre-prayer, some prayers in the bank that keeps you stable, keep you solid, so you just don't lose it all. But everyone is not in that position. And so when we consider someone who's grieving, the first, the initial stage is shock. Shock that the loved one is lost. And the reason why I'm sharing, because there are many uh, believers that's on right now, and you, you may have to minister to someone who has lost someone, if not now, with what's coming in the land. There's going to be a lot of deaths, amen. And so we need to know how to minister and how to handle and how to maintain peace in the midst of grief and the midst of adversity. It's something that we don't like to talk about, but we need to, amen. And so in the initial stage of grief is shock and denial. And I just want to say I give God praise, amen, for uh, Dewana Coleman, I know she probably put it on her page that even her, her sister and her baby and, you know, her significant other was, uh, what, uh, apartment was shot last night, like about three in the morning. I tell you, I, I was worshiping and praising and giving God praise and praying for covering, but you don't know who those prayers are covering. You know what I mean? And so I just give God praise that I was on my post. But it happened around that time, and the bullets weren't intended for them, but it was intended for a neighbor below them. But the bullets was flying just that fast that the baby was the closest to the window, and, I mean, the bullets missed them by a fracture because they were laying in their bed. And I just thank God because today could have been a devastating day for their family. And I just thank God for his covering. I thank God for the midnight prayer. I thank God for our obedience that we continue to cover. I thank God for those who covered the young people. I believe it was uh, uh, Ebony and her, her daughter, Jasmine, who prayed for the young people on last night because they're young. They're millennials, and so that, that was a baby. And so I thank God, amen, that everyone was in alignment, and even her son, Aronde, and her daughter, not, uh, uh, Najee, were, was going over there, but she said no. And I thank God that she was able to hear. So we giving God testimony for, we giving God the praise for that testimony, for sparing her her family, and I believe it was Prophet uh, Trayvon that prophesied to her during the liquid fire prophetic hub that the bullets won't hit 
your your sister and her family and you know her sister probably said well you know we're not doing anything to to be in anything for any bullets to come near us but thanks be unto God that he didn't let that word fall to the ground and so I give God praise for that so the first stage back to what I'm saying today is that yes look at there look at the picture that is the picture right there online amen the bullets and they were laying in the bed and I just thank God because today could have been a whole lot different but getting still because the wanna is in alignment because she's in alignment she could have been we could have been talking about the death of her son and her daughter because it also was in the living room where they would have been laying had they spent the night. But thank God that she heard God and said no. I thank God for her being able to hear. And so we give God praise for that. Amen. So seven stages of grief. And I pray that Yolanda is on because I've been praying very, very much for her. Amen. But shock and denial. That's the first stage. Shock to be in shock to be in denial especially when it's sudden i'm talking about when it's sudden when you when it's someone that's young or someone you don't expect that's in good health amen though you don't expect for them to go so quick amen too soon as one would say and then there's the stage of pain and guilt and sometimes people are stuck in this stage of, of saying, well, if I could have did this, if I had have did that, if I should have did this. But it's important to have the peace of God. And I'm going to tell you, prayer, prayer is something that will help you release. Prayer will help you release because prayer is sincere words to the Lord. Prayer gives us the ability to talk to God and to pour out to God to share what's in our heart, to share about the pain, to share about the hurt, to share about the gift of guilt. If I had more time, if I did this, if I did that, allow God to bring healing and to bring peace. But one of the things that the enemy likes to do when people are grieving is to self cause them to self-medicate and to drive them far from the presence of God. But this is not the time. If you're watching tonight this is not the time to run from God but this is the time to run to God to run to God even if you're angry even if you're angry with God amen because some people say well how can you be angry with God oh it can happen it can happen with you not understanding with not knowing with not uh, being in alignment to hear what's really going on, not really understanding what has happened uh, in death. Amen. And then there's a stage of being angry, uh, a stage of anger and bargaining uh, where you're angry and you're saying, I'm going to do this because that happened, because you are angry, because you don't understand what God is doing. Amen. And so being able to have peace, the Bible said that we, what man is he 
that desire it like, amen, and that love it many days that he may see good, amen. And so even in the midst of grief, we still have to take care of ourselves. We still have to live. There are so many people who stop living when they lose a loved one. We still have to live. We still have to want to live. Amen. But there is a stage of depression, a stage of depression where people don't want to get up, where people don't want to get dressed. They don't even want to live. Amen. They feel so broken because they, they feel like they can't go on without that loved one. Amen. And so that's a deep place, a dark place to be in depression, amen, where, where you don't know whether you're coming or going. You don't remember how you got dressed, where you, you don't, you can't really function on a job, amen. And so being able to have the peace of God and allowing God to take over your mind and to keep your mind is very important because the enemy, he likes to take advantage of situation he wants two for one. If he could take you out while you're grieving about the person you lost, amen, then he knows, then he's cutting off a lineage. He's cutting off a lineage. And so you can't give the enemy what he wants. Amen. You've got to seek peace and pursue it. Amen. And then there's a stage where there's an upward turn where you begin to get up and realize that you got to go on. And sometimes people are still numb. They're trying to get it together. Amen. They're trying to get things back in order. They're trying to move. And it's, and it's difficult when you, you may be in the house and the house is reminding you of the loved one and you can't really move then or or even you may start to try to pack up clothes or, you know, or start dealing with their belongings. So that's an upward turn. But sometimes that, that takes three years. Sometimes that takes, it doesn't happen overnight. These stages doesn't happen overnight. And people sometimes takes longer than others. And I know one thing is to be grounded and rooted in God will allow you to get through these stages, amen, because the comforter, and the Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, in Matthew chapter 5 and verse number 4, Matthew chapter 5, Matthew chapter number 5 and verse number 4, amen. We'll get to that scripture later, but Matthew chapter 5 and verse number 4, it talks about blessed are those that mourn. Blessed are those that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Amen. And so we understand that the comforter, when you have the Holy Spirit, the comforter will comfort you. Thank you. The comforter will comfort you. Amen. That's what he's here for, to comfort us. Amen. When we're, when we're dealing with issues in life, that we don't understand, that we can't naturally handle, amen, that he will comfort us, 
Amen. He will clothe us. Amen. Not only will he comfort us, but he will intercede for us with moanings and groanings. Amen. He will intercede for us. And so that's important to allow the comforter to comfort us when we're in the midst of mourning, in the midst of grief. Amen. I want somebody to be healed on tonight. Someone be healed on tonight. And then number six, there's a time of reconstruction. There's a time where things are starting to rebuild, where you, you're starting to work through. You're starting to work through the situation. But what happens to those who are stuck? And you have people around you, but yet and still you're lonely. See, sometimes people are stuck and, and it takes a while for them to get through the reconstruction. It takes a while for them to work through the situation. But one thing I can say is that when you depend on God, when you trust in God, when you lie prostrate in the presence of God and ask him to heal that pain, he'll do it. I said he will do it. He will do it. If you can find yourself to an altar, if you can get on your floor, amen, if you're in your car and you begin to cry out to the Lord and begin to seek his peace, the Bible said, keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking God. See, because when the enemy gets you to start speaking evil and speaking guile, amen, so then it puts you in jeopardy with God because he, he have commands against speaking evil. When we start speaking evil, it shortens our life. When we start speaking evil, it, it'll bring a judgment, a sure judgment. So it's important for us not to speak evil, to keep our tongue from evil and thy lips from, from speaking God. And then he said, depart from evil. So where the enemy wants you to get high and to escape the pain, that's evil. Because you're, not, you're, you're still not dealing with the pain because when you get high and you come out of it, it's going to feel even more heavy. It's going to feel even more hard. He said, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace. To seek peace said to look for peace. Not only look for peace, but pursue it, go after it, chase it, amen. And so this is why we're talking about peace in this season because we need peace in this hour. There are so many people that are hurting. So many people are grieving from different things that have happened in their lives. But to have peace means to be free from all opposition, to be free from disturbances. God wants us to have that peace. Let's talk about it. Let's go to Isaiah number 26 and verse 3. Isaiah 26 and verse 3. Let's go there. Amen. We'll go to Isaiah 26 and verse 3. He said, we'll keep you. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For in Jehovah, Yah, 
For in Jehovah, the Lord is everlasting strength. So he said he'll keep us in perfect peace, free from all disturbances, when we keep our minds on him. Why? Because to keep our mind on him, it says that we, we trust. We trust him. And the Bible tells us to trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not into our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge him and he shall direct our path. The Bible said to trust in the Lord forever. No matter what, we are to trust in the Lord. That means to lean on him. In the midst of conflict, in the midst of trouble, we are to lean on him. We are to trust in him. We are to depend on him forever. He said he will keep us in perfect peace if our mind is stayed on him. Amen. And so in order to get through the grief, we have to put our mind on Jesus. And, and to be able to do that, it requires a focusing. It requires to speak in tongues. It requires to pray in your heavenly language, to pray. I want to talk about it. what can we do to bring peace. The first thing I want to say is pray. Pray. If your mind is all over the place, start saying, Lord, focus my mind. Focus my mind. I'm focusing on you. Begin to speak out. That you're focusing on God. Begin to talk to him. Begin to pray to him. Begin to read your word. Amen. Because guess what? That word, reading the word, there's an anointing in the word. There's a Dubai word in, uh, in the word. A Dubai power. There's an anointing in that word that will destroy the yoke. And so whatever that yoke is, wherever that pain is located, when we begin to pray and we begin to read the word, it will eradicate the pain. It will lessen the pain. It will heal the pain. Amen. It will remove the pain. It will comfort the pain. It will soothe the pain. It will take away the pain, the word, because the word is a battering axe. It's a battering hammer. The word. Amen. And when we pray, when we talk to God, there's no way we can go in his presence and come out the same way we went in. That's prayer. Prayer is sincere words to God. When we pour out our hearts to him, don't you know Abba, our father, he's going to come to our attention. So I'm telling you, don't sit there and just be suffering in emotional suffering, emotional callousness, emotional bondage, begin to pour out to God. Whether you're grieving, whether you're going through something right now, whatever your situation is, you need to pray. You need to speak to the Lord, talk to the Lord. Amen. Read the word. But not only, I, I wrote some things down that the Lord shared with me. Amen. And even things that I have done. Amen. As well. The next thing is learn to say no. Learn, practice saying no so you're not overloading yourself. Practice saying no so you're not overloading yourself. Amen. 
So you have to learn how to say no. When, when God is reconstructing you, when you're trying to get your bearings in the loss of a loved one, a loss of a job, loss of whatever you have lost, a loss of a marriage, whatever it is, amen, You even a loss of a, a home, whatever it is, you need time to recalibrate and get your bearings. So you, you have to learn how to say no. Not only saying no so you're not overloading, but you have to learn how to eat healthy. Amen. And those of you know that uh, I've been sharing on, on Sharice Lewis page, Sharice Star Lewis page, different salads of bringing healing. That's live food. You want live food in your mind. In this time where we're in the midst of a pandemic, there is a behoment of anxiety and fear. The Bible says, it talks about, amen, that, that we should fear the Lord. But even in this same passage in Psalms 34 and verse 4, he said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. All my fears. So that's something about being in the presence of the Lord. He will show you how to eat. He to eat live food that will liven your brain. Come on now. Amen. To keep you thinking in a healthy manner. Amen. And so you got to learn how to eat healthy. Eat live food. Remember to eat. Some of you forget to eat. Some people are self-medicating. They're just getting high, getting high, drinking, 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 and not eating. You're not taking care of yourselves. You have to remember to eat. And when you do eat, eat healthy. Not only that, but get you a good night's sleep. Get you some good sleep. Amen. Ask God to anoint your sleep. Why? Because sleep reduces stress. I'm going to say it again. Get you a good night's sleep because sleep reduces stress. Yes. Sleep, it improves our heart health. Our heart health is able to remove those burdens. Not only does sleep, our, our body like repairs itself. Our body will, will go into healing itself when we learn how to sleep and rest in the Lord. Amen. Not only does, does sleep help us help us uh, repair itself, but it also keeps us alert and focused on the things that we need to focus on and not on distractions. We're talking about how to navigate through when you're grieving and what should we do to maintain peace. Amen? Not only getting some good sleep, but what about some exercising? And for those of you who don't like to exercise, you can walk. You can walk or you can do stretching. Amen. Or you can meditate, but you need to get the blood moving, working. Come on now. You can dance. Amen. You can dance in your own home. Glory to God. Do the hustle. Amen. In your own home. Do something in your own. Some people may not be able to get a treadmill. But guess what? You can walk around your house. Walk up and down the stairs. Amen. You're getting what? You're working out. You're getting motion. You're moving around. You're getting your blood circulating. Amen. This will help you keep peace because it reduces stress and it takes your mind 
off of your loss. Amen. Not only that, but you can try doing something new. He said, behold, I'll do a new thing. Do something you've never done before. We're in the COVID now, so you may not want to travel or vacation, or you may not be able to do that. But guess what? You can do vision boards. What about writing down where you're going to go? Amen. When the COVID lift, when the shed-in lift, uh, uh, write down what you want to do in 2021, your goals. Amen. What you're going to achieve in 2021, that's something new. What about creating or getting a new hobby? Amen. Or even this, what about relaxing to relax essentials? Amen. Where uh, uh, Tierra Lewis has soaps and candles and, and all the uh, aromatherapy. Amen. All that stuff to, to pamper you. Amen. Relax essentials. Or even you might want to go get a hair, a new hairstyle. Amen. With hands of grace. My hands of grace. Lamisha. Come on now. Or you might want to get a minty. Amen. Minty with Caitlin Ellis. Amen. These are all things that can attribute, amen, to releasing stress because the minty spraying, spraying the peppermint. Amen. That releases anxiety and stress. Amen. Getting a new look. Amen. Feeling good about yourself. My hands are grace and relax essentials where you can get things to pamper your skin. Amen. Your candles, soaps. Amen. All of these things we have right at our fingertips. Glory to God. Even taking a bath. And, and putting candles around the bath, creating an atmosphere that shifts your mindset into relaxation mode, into pampering mode. These are some of the things that we can do. Amen. Also, we can, we can get a massage. Maybe not now, but after the COVID, we can get a massage. Why? Because massages releases anxiety. Massages, uh, it causes digestion to move greatly. Amen. Massages releases headaches. Amen. It brings relaxation. So these are some of the things that we can do in order to walk in peace. Amen. So don't forget about the natural you that you can minister to the natural you without getting high, without smoking and drinking. There are some other things that you can do, amen, that can pamper you to, to, to be healthy, to make a healthy you. Don't allow the enemy, amen, to, to slip you further and further into a, a spiral of depression. Amen. You need to do something different. You need to do something new. You've got to pursue peace. You got to follow peace. You got to seek peace. You have to go after it. Amen. Start searching for it. I'm looking for peace. Amen. I'm going after peace. Come on now. That's why we're talking about peace all this month because we recognize that there are some people during the holidays, you're not able to do Christmas like you want. You're not able to buy what you want. You hear what I'm saying? Well, God is saying don't allow the enemy don't allow the enemy to frustrate you amen all of these is tactics to try to attack your peace this is a new time and a new season you've got to recognize amen that you want to live long amen when we talk about because in this scripture in my clothes in this scripture he said what man is he that desire in life if you want to know the secrets to long life, I need you to write this down. 
If you want to know the secrets to long life, amen. Number one, you got to be free from fear. It's all in the passage. It's all in the passage. He said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Somebody said, I'm living long and I'm living strong. I'm living long and I'm living strong. Why? Because I'm free from all my fears. Come on now. I'm free from all the fears of the enemy. We ain't even putting my fears on it. We renounce that. It said all the fears of the enemy I'm free of. Amen. If you want to live long and live strong, you got to be free from all fears. Amen. Not only being free from all fears, but receive the quickening of the Lord. That quickening. In verse number five, he said, they looked unto him and were lightened. Their faces were not ashamed. Why? Because there's an impartation. When you look in the eyes of someone that's anointed, there's a transference of anointing. Come on now. So there's a quickening that comes from God. That anointing is the quickening from God. Come on now. Amen. And not only the quickening, but number three, there's a boldness, amen, to have freedom from shame. There are some people who are walking around in shame because you may not be where you want to be. You may not be driving or living where you want to live or drive what you want. But I break the spirit of shame, the spirit of worry, the spirit of doubt, the spirit of fear off of you and receive peace right now. Peace in the name of Jesus. Not only freedom from shame, but also freedom from troubles. In verse 6, he said, this poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. Come on now. If you want to live long, you got to be free from all troubles. Come on now. In other words, you got to know how to cast your cares upon him who cared much for us. Amen. Number seven, he also talked about in verse seven, the angel of the Lord. Here it is. The angel of the Lord encamped round about them that fear him and delivered them. Guess what? Divine deliverance. You want to live long? You got to get some deliverance. You hear what I'm saying? You've got to get free. And especially if you a minister, amen, you've got to be, some of you saying, well, I don't believe in all that. Baby, that's why you oppressed, you depressed, you suppressed, because you got demons operating in your mind. They're messing with your attitude, your behavior. Come on now, amen. We have to embrace deliverance, amen. If you want to live long and strong, you got to be delivered, amen. Number six, partaking in verse 8. He said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. You got to acquire a taste for the things of God. Either you're going to be in, in, in the kingdom of God or you're going to be in the kingdom of darkness. No man can serve two masters. The Bible says he'll love one and hate the other. Come on now. So make up your mind who you're going to serve. Amen. So we're talking about if you want to live long and strong, you got to be a partaker of God, amen, of the kingdom of God, of God's life, amen. Number, number seven, you got to live in absolute trust. You got to trust God with your whole heart. Sometimes you don't know what God is doing, but you need to say, Lord, I trust you. 
I trust you when I can't track you, when I can't trace you, when I don't see what you're doing. Come on now. Thank you, Rashonda. Amen. Glory to God. But I trust you anyhow. Amen. I'm standing on your word. I don't know what's going on in my life right now. Some of you may have that testimony, but I'm telling you, if you tell him I trust you, I'm keeping my mind on you. I'm trusting you because I know you're going to bring me out. I know you're going to deliver me. I know you're going to give me peace in the midst of this circumstance and situation, in the midst of this grief, in the midst of this trouble. I know you're going to give me peace, Lord. Amen. Number eight, we have to fear God. You want to live long and live strong, you got to fear God. That's a respect. That's an honor for the things of God. Amen. You got to respect him. Glory to God. Amen. Number nine, you got to have freedom from want. He said, oh, fear the Lord, ye his things, for there is no want to them that fear him. There is no want. Why? Because I reverence him. Because when you reverence him, you're going to walk in alignment with him. And there's no way that we can continue to walk with God and he not give us what we want and give us what we need. Amen. See, we go from glory to glory, from faith to faith, faith to faith. So God is constantly increasing his people, the righteous, those who are in alignment, those who are obedient to him, those who are submissive to his word, those who keep his stature. He's going to bless us. Amen. All right. Number 10, we have to seek God first. Seek him first. Amen. Seek him. Seek him first. Seek ye the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto thee. He said, the young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Amen. Somebody ought to say, I'm seeking you, Lord. I'm seeking. I'm seeking you. I'm seeking peace, and I'm pursuing it tonight. Come on now. Amen. Number 11, godly teaching. We must be able to receive godly teaching. Amen. Number 12, we got to be able to control our tongue. I'm talking from verses 11 through 14 now. We have to be able to control our tongues. Number 14, well, number 13, we have to have godliness and depart from evil. What he said. Right here, he said, keep thy tongue from evil, thy lips from evil, speaking God, depart from evil. Amen. And number 14, and do good. So number 14 is we have to consecrate ourselves to do good. Because David said, I was born in, in sin and shaping in iniquity. Amen. So it's not an automatic thing to do good. Amen. Unless you've been raised in a house where you've been taught, you've been raised in a house that taught you to be good. Amen. But if you in a house that dispatterned that behavior, then it's going to be a natural pattern for you to get back to walk in revenge. Amen. It's going to be a natural pattern. That's your norm. That's your reality. But it doesn't make it right. Amen. And, the, and number 15, we have to seek peace and pursue it. Seek peace. I'm talking about how to live long and walk in peace. We have to seek peace and pursue it. 
The next one, we have to have brokenness and humility. Brokenness and humility. Amen. We have to humble ourselves. We have to come before God broken. Amen. According to verse number 18, the Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and save it such as to be of a contrite spirit. He want us to be broken and to be humble. Amen. The next one is, amen, in verse 22. The Bible said, the Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. What he's talking about? Saving our souls. We're talking about long life. Amen. Living a long life to live long and strong and walk in peace. Amen. And the last one is prosperity. To be free from worry. To have freedom from worry. There it is. I just shared with you 18 secrets of long life. Amen. Of long life. To live long and strong. And I, I want to encourage you to follow it. I got it all out of the word. Amen. It's all in the word. Amen. But these are 18 secrets to long life and peace. Amen. I love you on tonight. I'm getting ready to pray. Father, we just thank you. We praise you. We honor you for everyone that's online. We thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. We just give you the honor and the glory on tonight. We thank you, for everyone that's on. We speak blessings, blessings, blessings. Lord God, we shall live long and strong. And Lord God, those who may be hurting from grief, we ask, Lord God, that you bring a divine healing on tonight. Give them sweet rest. And perhaps, Lord God, that they will follow, Lord God, the instruction that has come straight from you and out of your word. We thank you for it now in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. I pray you've been blessed on tonight. If it wasn't for you, perhaps it was for someone that you know. Share the revelation, share the information, share the love, share the word. Amen. We all want to live long and strong, and we need to live in peace. Remember to seek after peace and pursue it. I'm Dr. Sharice Lewis. At this time, if you want to sow, you may do so. We'll be here on tomorrow for Destined for Greatness. I'm going to ask those who can sow a seed of $20 to do that. Amen. If you want to sow the seed of 55 amen. But I heard the, the word of God said two, two, two $2, $20, $200, or $2,000. I'm going to stick with the word. Amen. That, rep, that revelatory word that was released. Glory to God. And so we honor the Lord. I love you all. I pray, amen, that you would do whatever it takes to seek after peace and pursue it. Amen. Don't let the enemy take your joy. Don't let the enemy take your peace. Amen. It is, our, it is a gift from God. Amen. He promised us peace. He said if we keep our minds stayed on him, we will have perfect Peace. I don't know about you, but I want my peace to mature. I want my peace to grow. I want my peace to be strong in, in the face of anything. And that's what I wanted to say about that. That in Isaiah 26, in our close, in Isaiah 26, 
he says in verse number three, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusted in thee. Come on now. Amen. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. See, this is a promise to all of us. He, he promised us for all men and women of, of all ages. It doesn't matter. If we meet the condition of keeping our mind, keeping our mind on him, amen, he promised that he would give us peace. If we keep our mind staying on God, he promised, amen, he promised to give us peace. If we keep our mind on God and if we trust in him, come on now, amen. If we trust him in him at all times, in all things, and in all places. I'm going to say that again. If we keep our mind on God and we trust in him, amen, what he say, he will give us peace. He would give us peace in all things. That's right. In all times, in all things, and in all places. Father, we just thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for that sweetness. Don't you feel that sweetness? I feel the presence of God, that sweetness, that shalom. I feel the Jehovah shalom, the God of peace right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Seer Dorothy. Amen. The God of peace is here. Amen. God bless you on tonight. We pray that you get a good night's sleep. If you got to take a nap and get back up with us for midnight prayer, do so. Because it could save your life and the lives of your loved ones. God bless you. In Jesus' name.